This morning, our order of service is the, uh, the St. Stephen service. For the welfare of all the people of the Church of God, and for this holy house, and for all who bow down here and worship, let us pray to the Lord. to the Lord. Gracious Father, we confess that we have tried to hide ourselves and our sins from you. We know that we have done wrong. Son to die for us. For Jesus' sake, at his command and in his behalf, I forgive you all your sins. Go in peace. You have new life in Jesus Christ. The peace of the Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Redeemer, in our weakness we have failed to be your messengers of forgiveness and hope in the world. Renew us by your Holy Spirit, that we may follow your commands and proclaim your reign of love. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. The first lesson is from the 31st chapter of Jeremiah. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, because they broke my covenant. Though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. This is the word of the Lord. The second lesson is from the fifth chapter of Hebrews. Every high priest is selected from among the people and is appointed to represent the people 
in matters related to God to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He is able to deal gently with those who are ignorant and are going astray, since he himself is subject to weakness. This is why he has to offer sacrifices for his own sins as well as for the sins of the people. And no one takes this honor on himself, but he receives it when called by God, just as Aaron was. In the same way, Christ did not take on himself the glory of becoming a high priest. But God said to him, you are my son. Today I have become your father. And he says in another place, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Son though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him and was designated by God to be high priest in the order of Melchizedek. This is the word of the Lord. for the gospel. The Holy Gospel from St. Mark, the 10th chapter. 
Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful love. They were on their way up to Jerusalem with Jesus leading the way, and the disciples were astonished while those who followed were afraid. Again, he took the twelve aside and told them what was going to happen to him. We are going up to Jerusalem, he said, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the, Gentile, uh, over to the Gentiles, who will mock him and spit on him, flog him, and kill him. Three days later, he will rise. Then James and John, the son of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you, he asked. They replied, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with. But to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These, place, these places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles, lorded over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Whoever wants to be first must be a slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the gospel of the Lord. We praise you. God's grace, His mercy, and His peace be multiplied to you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Well, the gall of those disciples to come and ask in another uh, synoptic gospel. It, uh, it says mom went up and asked on behalf of the two sons because maybe they didn't have enough guts. I don't know. But nevertheless, here it is again in a slightly different version. It doesn't make it, a, it doesn't disagree. It simply puts the emphasis on, a, on, a, on something a little bit different. Who said it or, but the fact that it was said was... It happens at accidents all the time. One person says, no, nah, I saw this happen. And another person says, no, nah, I saw this happen. And then all this information gets together and it starts to make sense from a three-dimensional view. And so this is what we have here. But what were the disciples asking of Jesus? They were asking to be almost equal to him. And... They were, they had no idea what this entailed. The expression comes to mind, writing checks you cannot cash. And to be honest, to be a child of God, on your own, without God's help, is exactly that, writing checks 
cannot cash. Because we cannot be sinless. We cannot suffer and die for someone so that they can have their sins forgiven. It's not within us. And we cannot be someone else. We can only be ourselves, and sometimes that in itself is enough on our plates. Is it not? Very hard to be genuine to yourself, especially maybe when you might need to change. We are not the stable rocks that we think we are. But thanks be to God that He is our stability. And he has places for us. And all of this is because of his good grace to us. He is gracious, he is kind, he is merciful. He gives us places to come and worship. And he gives us, we pray, hopefully, faithful servants to preach. Now, I'm not a priest. And I know, wait a minute. You know, some churches have priests, and, and, and not, we're not just talking about Catholics. There are other denominations who have priests. But a priest is a pontiflex. It is, it is someone who bridges the gap between man and God. Ask yourself, do I bridge the gap to you between man and God, between you and God? No, we teach very strongly that you have your own connection. You're not dependent upon me to get to God. Why? Because your high priest, Jesus, the Christ, has bridged the gap. So you see? So don't be surprised if you say, Pastor, please pray for me, because I know you have a faster internet connection to God than I have. Because it just ain't so. Your internet connection is probably far better. Plus, you can write a whole lot more to God than I can. Right? You come and you ask me a question and you say, Hey, can you pray? You know, I don't want to really get into it, but can you pray for me to God? And I go, Yep. And my prayer is, Well, whatever they said that's, that's bugging them, I know you know what it is, but they are asking me to pray, and so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pray that you would be gracious and merciful and all of those things, and, and do for them what they need done. But you, you can pray in such a way to where the Holy Spirit is enacted. And you know that verse, that scripture verse that says that the Holy Spirit groans. He doesn't even speak words. It's higher than that. The Holy Spirit is moved by our emotions and our Movement And as we plead to God, Lord, please be with And the Holy Spirit is there with us, correcting our, you know. Look, James and John, you know, they, they well, you know, you got to give them the old, oh, I'm struggling here, but you have to, you got to say, you know, I, I know their heart was in the right place. But then again, maybe it wasn't. (laughs) 
After all, listen to what Jesus had just told them. You know, I'm going to be, and he did go third person, but Jesus says, I'm going to be going to Jerusalem, and I'm going to be handed over, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be, basically, I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to die. I'm telling you this right now. And, and, you know, when you pull up on some kind of a scene, sometimes people say things that, that doesn't make any sense because they're traumatized, right? You just get traumatized. I don't know if you've ever been traumatized. Of course you have. And it's kind of like, boy, people go, oh, wow, you know, it's... And these guys are so traumatized that they're thinking about, wow, we'd like some of that. How stupid can you be? We'd like to be, we'd like to suffer and, and to die just like you, Jesus. Oh, are you able to do this? And of course, now this is flowery language. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about, that, that, I'm, that I need to drink? And, and they go, oh yeah, we could drink that cup. We could drink it all day. We could drink more than you, Jesus. No, you can't. You don't get it. You don't understand. And so often we do things and we just don't understand. We don't understand what, why we make choices to do certain things, and then somebody does something to us, and we don't understand that either. This is why. This is why. Today, every day, I think that as an under-shepherd, somebody who is called to, I don't know where this police officer was uh, and he's probably going to if he watches this then he's going to I'm going to get razzed by him but he keeps telling me that I come here and I wear a dress and I paid a lot of money you know to have this you know degrees or these degrees so that I can wear a dress in front of people I know but uh, you know that's what that's what he sees and he's just kidding with me, of course. But at the same time, this is a very serious and solemn call that I take. But I am here to profess to you that your stability is not in me. And heaven knows that there's lots of church, and I've served churches to where their stability was their pastor. You love a pastor more than you love Jesus? It shouldn't be so. Yeah, but we know the pastor. We don't know Jesus that much. You know, I mean, if Jesus came up to us, we wouldn't recognize him on the street. But the pastor, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? That pastor is not Jesus. And if he professes to be anywhere near Jesus, he's not doing his job. He's not. Pastors make mistakes. Shoot, I've probably made two or three of them today already. Now, having said that, we can direct each other, and you have the answers too. We can direct each other to that stability that gives us purpose. You understand where you belong and whose you are. You're a child of God. Did you figure that out yourself? No! God called you to be where you are and who you are. Go with that. Be happy. Be content with where God has put you. There's a reason for it. 
And wherever you are, let the, let the light of God shine in your life. I get to get in front of people. But really, to be honest, big deal. And, and I get to be where, where God has put me. And once again, to be honest, I, I don't know what I would, I would do otherwise. But of course, nor would I know what I'd rather do. So in some weird way, uh, God funneled me into this position. There's a whole story behind that, too. Maybe I'll tell it to you one day when you're not so bored. But understand this, that God put you where you are. What does that do for you? It gives you purpose because, you know, sometimes we can get unhappy with our lives. I mean, who are we kidding? We all get unhappy with our lives. Some people, we find out, well, they're unhappy with their life. Oh, look at them. Yeah, I'm sure, unhappy. Look at the, lot, the yachts that they have and the planes that they have and the houses that they have, and, and they're unhappy? How dare they? They should come and, and live in my shoes. And you know the weird thing about it? They're saying, man, I wish I could be just like those normal people. I don't have, you know, they don't have people, they don't have accountants stealing from them and managers stealing from them and all kinds of people stealing from them and people asking them for millions of dollars and all of this stuff. Be careful what you ask for. You might get it. But God is not going to give you a test that's beyond your faith, right? He doesn't test us beyond our capacity. So if life is running a little hot for you, if life is running a little rough for you, realize that God has confidence that you have it in you to pull it out. That's important to know. But don't forget to ask God for the strength to do it. Don't forget. Because therein is your stability. You can become stable because God has put you in a place, and he gives you the strength to do what you have to do. No matter how high you think it is or how low you think it is, it's, you think it's, it's harder to be higher or lower. And this is, of course, our own perspective, right? I tell people this all the time. I, you know, Mom said, you better buckle down and do stuff or else, or else you'll end up being a garbage collector. And my question, you know, when I got older was, well, what would happen if we didn't have garbage collectors? You realize, do you realize how much we rely on garbage collectors? And, and the other one was ditch diggers. In Louisiana, if we didn't have ditch diggers, we'd all drown. I'm not kidding you. You have to call a plumber because the ditch digger didn't dig the ditch. And the plumber's a lot more expensive. You realize the importance of ditch diggers and garbage collectors and people who fry French fries. Well, I don't want to get into an argument with nutritionists about French fries, but for some, <laughs> yeah, for some people, that's what their meal is. Does God put them there? Yeah. Is it forever? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But wherever you are, Whatever you do, be content. 
with that. Meditate. Think about God. and Think about what He did. Because He did, through Jesus Christ, the greatest thing ever. What did Jesus do? He suffered and died on the cross. Why? Because God understood that he would have to ransom his people from sin, death, and Satan. The wages of sin is death. And death in its natural state is the end, although it's not. It leads to eternal life or eternal death. And in order for us to reach eternal life, we needed a little help. A little, you say? A little help? Okay, we needed all the help because we sure can't do it because as the Bible says, in trespasses and sins, we are dead. We are dead. We were dead in trespasses and sins. Not only did Jesus suffer and die on the cross and save us from our sins, but he brought us to life in him. You and I, we live on a whole different plane. And if you interpose interpose that on, on your life and not separate it, yes, I'm a Christian, but that's over here in this box, and, and I'm a ditch digger, garbage collector, and this is in this box, and when I go and collect garbage, or when I'm a policeman, or when I do this, or when I'm a chaplain, uh, I go and I do chaplain things, and it's got nothing to do with God. There are some people who do that, bifurcate their life in such a way to where one part of their life doesn't talk to the other part of the life. So you go to work, and you're not a Christian, and, and you say stuff, and you do stuff that later on when you get home, you think about it when you're more Christian, and you go, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. And you beat yourself up. You say, I, 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 sh- I, should be, I should do better. And maybe we should say all of that. And what do we do? We go to God and we say, God, forgive me. I'm a poor, miserable sinner. And what does God do? God forgives you, right? Why? Because of what Jesus did for you on the cross. Not because you gave it the old college try. And you're promised to do better. Okay, I'll let it slide this time. Nothing slid. Jesus died for that one too. And the next one you're going to do, Jesus died for that one as well. When you go home, don't forget to thank God that he has made you his child. That he has called you. and That you live in the light of Jesus, the Christ. And he knows you by name, and he calls you. You think you're insignificant? You're not. Do you need to do great things to be significant like James and John wanted to be, the sons of Zebedee? No, you don't. And sometimes being great in this world means sacrifices. Great, great sacrifices. Take a look at a 
a good man. Take a look at a good president. You think a good president can be a good father? Well, of course he can. No, he can't. Not really. You think somebody who's great in sports, who wins championships all the time, you think they, they can be, you know, great in relationship? Oh, yeah, I've swam all day or I weight lifted all day and let's go out to eat. Let's go enjoy some family time. No, it doesn't happen. We are just not that gifted. To be great in one thing, you have to sacrifice something else. To be great in history. Just read the history books or the biographies and see how obsessed you have to be in order to be so successful that the world takes notice. Even if you're a bad boy, even the bad, successful, bad people have to be so wrapped up in what they were doing that they're not good for anything else, hardly. And so if God grants you a calm, peaceful life, thank God for that. Thank God that maybe you're I don't know, maybe some of you, well, I don't know, you're not, I don't know any lawyers in here, but if you're a lawyer, you spend, how would you like to spend your time in court getting sued all the time? That would drive me nuts. Say, Louisiana versus, versus Kenneth DeSoto, that's enough to, that's enough to sink me right down the drain right there. You mean all of Louisiana? I hate my guts. Because I'm not used to being in court. I'm not used to all that stuff. And maybe I just don't have what's, what's in me to, to, to do that kind of thing. Thank God that he made me a pastor. I work one hour a week. So I've been told. I, somebody actually came up to me, you know, well, more than once in my ministry and said, well, I'd like to have your job. You only work an hour a week. All right. Why don't we start right now? It's about time for me to preach my sermon. Why don't you get up here and say something? Oh, yeah, I could do it. Let's pick somebody from here. Steve? He said, yeah, I'll do it better and shorter. (laughs) We are God's children. And he knows what he's doing, and he sets us in these places. Ask God to keep you, to give you peace in your life. I ask that for the police officers. I, I do when I go in. I have, a, I have a patent prayer. And of course you do, Pastor. You're a Lutheran pastor. They all say the same thing in their prayers. And what I do is I pray for them and I ask that God would be with them in all, the, in all respects as they go out today. And I ask that God would give them peace in their personal and their professional and their family lives and that God would protect their families from COVID. And then I ask that God would frustrate the activities. They love this one. Frustrate the activity. They never get it right, but they hear it. Every time I'm in there, and somehow they just keep messing it up. I had a guy 
tell, you know, a lieutenant come up to me and said, Chaplain, you're frustrating my chair right there. In other words, I was sitting in his chair. He wanted to sit in that chair, and he told me I was frustrating his chair, so I got out of the chair so that he could sit in it so the chair wouldn't be so frustrated. But the prayer is, frustrate the activities of the criminal mind in this community. In other words, let them slip up. Let them leave something behind. Let them forget something so that they can get collected, right? And so that they can hopefully sit in a cell and think about it. Do I think that's going to happen? It's not for me to say. But if God would just call them into a jail, jail cell so that they could sit and meditate perhaps on their purpose in life, perhaps they might think differently and they might be changed. We can always pray, right? Sometimes we do pray for people and we just think in our minds, it's never going to happen. Never. I know this person. It's never going to happen. Why am I even wasting my time? Well, because you want the best for them too, right? And it might be an odd thing, but you'd be surprised how many police officers agree with that. Yeah, you know, we would like for these people to have an opportunity to change their lives. But some of them, they get to see a lot. The same people. and They're always doing something. And, and sometimes the, the heart of the police officer goes out to those people. and go, I wish, they would, I wish they could just have a different perspective on life. Not to say that their perspective or their understanding is right at all. But you know what? If you're a child of God, it's your responsibility, right? It's not my responsibility. Pastor hasn't been praying for me enough. That's why my life is so messed up. If pastor would do his job and stop just working one hour a week, my life would be much better. Thanks a lot, pastor, for nothing. Or for one hour. Whichever comes first. How about... How about we listen to God who tells us, love me with all your hearts, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. These are the summary of the Ten Commandments. And even that we might say to God, you don't know what you're asking God. Love my enemies? You don't know what you're asking. You don't know what my enemy did to me. Well, did Jesus experience some hate? You know who brought Jesus up for trial? The children of Israel. His own people. Because somehow they had decided that he wasn't their Messiah. And so, they didn't have the power to kill them themselves because they were occupied by the Romans. So they turned them over to Gentiles. Who did what they do? They spit. They jammed a crown of thorns on his head because he said that he was the king of the Jews, which indeed he was. After the 
order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek, Melchizedek, king of righteousness. Zedek is righteousness. Melech is king. And Luther says Melchizedek was probably a son of Noah. So the ark lands, and you go, well, wait a minute. We don't have any seminaries. We don't have anything like that. And how are we going to get church? Melchizedek, a son of Noah, became indeed known as Melchizedek, settled in Salem, Jerusalem, and Abraham came and recognized in him a high priest and offered him tithes. You don't hear about Melchizedek anymore until now. Jesus came in and people were saying, what seminary did you go to? Which rabbi did you sit at the feet of who taught you? And indeed, Jesus did ask questions and answer questions in Jerusalem when he was 12 years old. And they were very, very impressed with him. But then when he came on the scene as the Messiah, he did stuff that they did not approve of. Did he do right? Yes, he always did right. But you see, sometimes we don't approve of what is right, and we approve of what is not right. That's what we do. But God is always clear-minded, and He's always there. Me, you can ask me a question, I might give you the wrong answer. I might not seem that I understand that I'm giving you the wrong answer, and indeed, in my heart of hearts, I'm giving you the best answer I can possibly give. You know why? Because I'm sinful. And because I don't want to, you know, I may be thinking something and God might be saying, maybe you should tell them the truth. And I might say, no, I'm not going to tell them the truth. That's going to hurt their feelings. And you tell me right now, you want your feelings hurt? You want me to tell you the truth, even if I know it? You don't want that, or do you? Far better that God reveals the truth to you. Once again, pray to God. Now, am I giving you all kinds of falsities and all of that stuff? No. But I'm just telling you that it is not within me to give you right answers all the time. Because, see, I know, I know you guys. and My heart bleeds for you. And if you come up and you tell me, you know, sure, I mean, if, if there's a booger or something like that, that's easy. That's an easy one. But if it's something that, that's going to wreck your life about you, maybe, maybe we have to handle that one with kids' gloves, right? Maybe I have to say, God, forgive me, because, I, you know, I, mean, I just couldn't tell them. I couldn't do it. You come to me and you say, oh, I got troubles. I, 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 can't, I can't handle this and that. And I say, buck up, buttercup. Right? Well, I'll see you later, dude. That's not helpful. But in the end, oftentimes we do have to kind of buck up, right? Buttercup. 
we kind of do. We have to sort of stand up and we have to sort of say, I am not going to let this world run my life anymore. I'm going to go to God and I'm going to ask for strength and I'm going to step out. I'm going to keep my routine. I'm going to step out. I'm not going to let anybody who doesn't have my best interest at heart to rule my life, no matter who it is. And so it's different when I say buck up buttercup. It's different. Because when you say it, I got to buck up buttercup. Then you do it. Then all of a sudden it's possible. But if I say it, it's impossible. And sometimes, horror of all horrors, when God says it, it's still impossible. Don't forget who you are, child of God, beloved of the Father. Don't forget that Jesus loved you so much he died for you. Don't forget. Use that. Use that as your motivation to buck up or whatever it is you need to do to remain stable, to be content, and to love God continuously and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Let that be enough for today. May the peace of God which surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ. Amen. We continue with the hymn of the day, hymn 542, When I Behold Jesus Christ.
we rise for the confession of faith. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally God. Continue with the offertory song. Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Heavenly Father, in these Lenten days, we ask you to pour out your Holy Spirit upon us to write your word on our hearts that we might know you as the God who forgives our iniquities and remembers our sins no more. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. Heavenly Father, bless and sustain our synodical president, district president, circuit visitor, pastors, who, like us, are beset with weakness. 
Grant that they may deal gently with us and keep them faithful in proclaiming your word. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, your Son came not to be served but to serve. Help us not lord our authority over one another. We humbly serve one another in our but humbly serve one another in our homes, communities, and congregations as Christ has so humbly served us. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, look in mercy upon uh, our president and Congress and all of those to whom you have given earthly authority over us. Guard them from the temptation to lord it over us improperly that they might faithfully serve according to your good and gracious will. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, you watch over, protect, and defend us through the service of others. Bless, we pray, the men and women who serve in our military, police forces, and all emergency services who, like your Son, are often called on to lay down their lives for us. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, as your only begotten Son learned uh, obedience through what he suffered, we pray that you would bless and sustain and relieve these people that we have uh, listed, especially in our bulletin, Brandy Ware, Michael Bracado, Hannah Simon, Marilyn Funderburk, Mark Legrand, Chuck Aldridge, Calvin Hensler, Dennis Darcy, Carrie Pierre, Barbara uh, Marderjewski, Harold Perkle, Leonika Ruffin, Yvonne Ferran, Lisa Bardwell, Cheryl Rodrigue, Shirley Mansfield, Joe Anderson, Cindy Harper, Patty Smart, Sarah Fleming, Lois Gephardt, Susan Nielsen, Cass Mardrodewski, Emily DeWitt, Bruce Johnson, Paul Bates, Charles Arnold, Chad Sherman, Esperanza Gonzalez, Martino Martinez, uh, Mar- Mariano Martinez, Linda Lilly, Al Bettisworth, John Knorr, Carter Beckwith, Sally Dewar, Skip McCarthy, Mike Rance, James uh, Zacherly, uh, Gail Betcher, and Bill Timmons, all seeking healing. Um, and all others who suffer in our midst, walking the way of the cross with your son, they may know the fullness of his eternal salvation. Lord, in your mercy. We also pray, Lord, that you would be with the family and the friends of Charlene Mathis, someone who we've been praying for for a long time, and also the family of Pat Lannis, both who have passed away recently. Heavenly Father, through the life and death and resurrection of your Son, you've delivered our souls from death, our eyes from tears, our feet from stumbling. Comfort all who mourn this truth, that they may not grieve as others who have no such hope. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, you have uh, baptized us with Christ's baptism to be our God, that we might be your people. Grant us faithfully to drink from his cup in this blessed sacrament, that he might sustain our life in him with his flesh and blood. Lord, in your mercy. All these things and whatever else you would know that we need, grant us, Father, for the sake of him who died and rose again and now lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
Heavenly Father, from the beginning of time, your gracious hand has given life to all things. You shape the world and fashion a people by the power of your word. All creation is renewed by the soft whisper and the thunderous roar of your spirit. In this, the final age of your creation, you have given us your Son, your word become flesh. In his redeeming death and resurrection, Jesus has fulfilled your promise of a full, secure life on this earth and a certain joyous life throughout eternity. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body given for you. This do in remembrance Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant, my blood shed for you, for all people, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this for the remembrance of me. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Send upon us now, we pray, your Holy Spirit, that living in the light and power of Jesus' resurrection, we may live our lives in praise of you and in service of others. And so begin today the experience the inher- uh, to experience the inheritance prepared for all your children. Hosanna. in heaven, hallowed be
Now may this true body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen, preserve, and keep you steadfast in the true faith from now to life everlasting. Depart his peace. Amen. The God of hope grant you joy and peace in believing so that you will be filled with hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord. Please be seated. Announcements. Yeah. Huh? Bible what? study on Tuesday at 10.30 here at the hall, somewhere in the hall. And, uh, expect to see every one of you all there. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> uh, any other announcements? Uh, um, all right. Uh, Oh, yeah, we have our, our goodies over here, and um, uh, after we get done over there, then we come back over here, and we're doing uh, Nehemiah. Uh, we've gotten, huh, did we get, are we, are we on like three or four or something like that? Uh, Nehemiah. Nehemiah is, we, we did Esther. And Nehemiah actually comes before Esther in the book, but it comes after it in, in chronological times. And uh, so, uh, so I don't know how that works, but, um, you know. So, uh, so we're just kind of following, because Esther was such an interesting story uh, there that, that we all kind of decided, let's just kind of follow it up, you know, because the Jews now get to go back to Jerusalem and they get to rebuild Jerusalem and, and you think, oh, this is going to be fun. You know, let's just, let's just put up a video camera and we'll make a, you know, uh, a a to-do video list that'll be popular all over the YouTubes, you know, but this was way back when, so they didn't have video cameras, but, uh, at any rate, uh, what frustration will befall them, even when God says and enables them to go back to Jerusalem and rebuild and all that stuff? It's still wrought with problem after problem after problem, huh? Maybe a little bit uh, a clue for us in our life stories. Even though God says do it, I'll give you another quick example without trying to preach another sermon. But but David was. David was anointed king, right? And then what did he do? He went into Solomon's uh, court, played, you know, the, he, what was that? The, Saul's, Saul's, not Solomon's, because David's son was Solomon. Saul's court, and Saul would get these troubled, uh, I don't know, demonic visitations, whatever, and David played his, the lute, the, 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 the guitar? 
Yeah, and, and, and a couple times Saul threw a spear at him, in, you know, right in the court. So if you think that, you know, when God says it's okay, you know, we, we can do Don't expect, even then, don't expect for things to always go swimmingly. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. That's, that's it. Why didn't you say it sooner, Pastor? All right. Uh, with that, let's uh, let's rise. We'll say the mission statement: As believers in Christ, Saint Stephen Lutheran Church is committed to serving God by sharing the good news of Christ with all people. God's blessings go with you this week. Well,